Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Winter Circle Podcast, the podcast where people who love sports talk sports. I am your host, Joshua Garman. Um, I would first like to preface this episode by saying I've had difficulty with maintaining consistency with this podcast, and for that, I give my humblest apologies. Um, I have been working to update the quality of this podcast uh, considerably since I have been away from it. I have been working full-time at my job, and it's just been a bit exhausting. My passion is still for this podcast and for my other creative ventures as well. Um, I've just had to sort of refocus, and for that, I have decided to put out an episode a month um, for the foreseeable future, and then work my way up. So... This is kind of late, it's the end of February, um, and this is the first episode I've done in February, um, so, well, actually, I think it's been longer than that, so I apologize for that, um, but I, I know you guys came here for sports, so I'm not gonna let you guys go any longer, so without further ado, let's get started. So, we are going to briefly recap the events of the Super Bowl, and then we will jump right into some other topics. So, Super Bowl 43, don't hit snooze. This year's Super Bowl, it was really boring, but nevertheless, the NFL still has a lot to offer. I think there is a ton of talent in the NFL. Um, This game really resulted in a team that was inexperienced, being in its first real Super Bowl with a new coach and new players um, that had been relocated from St. Louis to Los Angeles. So there were a lot of factors going into it. Obviously, you have the Patriots. The Patriots won. Um, The score was not very high. The offense didn't really seem to be kicking in at any moment but the defense was actually pretty good but people don't want to watch a defensive game they want to watch an offensive game do not know what happened to Todd Gurley in that um in that game he was essentially you know taken out of the equation which isn't normal for him he didn't perform as expected and that was a big component to them to the Los Angeles Rams losing. Um, In addition to this, we have eight possessions that the Los Angeles Rams um, had before they scored a... Well, before they even completed a first down attempt. So, there was a lot of trouble there. It seemed like every possession I was looking at the ball being punted away by Johnny Hecker. Um, and then we have Sonny Michelle from uh, the New England Patriots, and he, uh, I guess, scored his first postseason touchdown in the Super Bowl, so congratulations to him. If I am misquoting that, then I am going to correct myself on the next episode. It's been a little while since that Super Bowl. Um... But yeah, just a lot of weird stuff that was going on during that Super Bowl. Not a lot of excitement about it. 
I and honestly, I I wasn't surprised. I didn't really have a team in the fight. I'm not really a big New England Patriots guy, um, mainly because of Tom Brady, not because of the other players on the team. I think it's a very talented team. Um, I just, you know, they're not my cup of tea. I am a Los Angeles Chargers fan, and maybe that has to do a little bit something with how the Chargers and the Patriots have had a history in the playoffs, and it hasn't ended well for the Chargers. So, um, that was a little bit of the actual game itself. The halftime show, we had, um, Maroon 5, we had apparently Adam Levine of Maroon 5 taking his shirt off, and then there was a big controversy about, like, oh, well, Janet Jackson had a wardrobe malfunction, but yet here's Adam Levine intentionally taking his shirt off during the game seems a little bit hypocritical so um a little bit of a double standard there anyway um we had that go on we had travis scott who they refused to give his auto tune which was highly disappointing because that is a huge characteristic of his music um and then we had Big Boy, who actually stole the show. Big Boy, one half of Outcast, um, and I actually really enjoyed his performance. I thought that he was the highlight of the halftime show. Um, but that was actually the most entertaining portion of the show was Big Boy's performance. Everything else, I was just looking up and down from my phone. Um, but yeah, so going, getting away from a boring topic and into more. Um, exciting sort of subject we are going to talk about the NBA tra- trade deadline which was about three weeks ago the NBA did trade deadline ended on February 7th and we got some very exciting things happening in the NFL um, with well not the NFL excuse me the NBA um, so very you know uh awesome trades going on during the deadline uh so the toronto raptors they received former memphis grizzly center mark soul and um as a sort of trade-off for that they sent away jonas valanciunas um guard delon wright and also a forward and guard cj miles as well as 2024 second round draft pick now i thought that this was a very good move for the raptors the raptors already have a ton of depth when you have guys like kyle lowry and danny green as well as Kawhi leonard um as your starters and then you got um more like role players such as pascal siakam and og anunoby um, these are guys that get it done on the floor time and time again. Uh, now, this is a fairly new franchise that is going on. You also have a new head coach, Nick Nurse. Um, I think that they but they are definitely establishing a name for themselves. And I think this is a good thing for them. I think Mark Soul is going to help them out greatly um, in the post um, with his presence 
on defense and then also um, being able to stretch the floor a little bit with his size and shooting ability. Um, Also, we have the Dallas Mavericks who sent Dennis Smith Jr. um, and Salah Mejri to the New York Knicks. In return, uh, the Mavericks received Kristaps Porzingis and also Tim Hardaway Jr. Um, and another trade that went down was Harrison Barnes being traded mid-game to the Sacramento Kings. Which, to be honest, Harrison Barnes is my guy because he was a North Carolina Tar Heel. For those of you who don't know, the Tar Heels are my favorite um, college basketball team. Uh, they traded him mid-game to the Sacramento Kings. I I saw this actually funny story. Um, I was going record shopping because I have a vinyl collection. Um, I was going record shopping with my friend Sean. We were at a place called Hurricane um, Grill and Wings, and we went to go get lunch because I ended up parking in a spot that was actually a towing zone. Um for customers only and we ended up going there they had ESPN on on the TV and it showed that one of these trades was Harrison Barnes getting sent away mid game to the Kings now if I were Harrison Barnes how would I feel about that I think I'd be a little bit peeved off I think that maybe I'd be frustrated especially if I have family um what I'm I my whole sort of like existence is going to be uprooted um i was once in dallas now i have to go all the way to sacramento and i'm getting traded mid-game so you are either putting me on the floor or you're benching me and then you're sending me away to a different team um obviously this can be really hard on a player it can definitely affect their morale um I didn't really see how he handled the situation, which is something that I would be interested in. Um, But I think this was a good move for the Dallas Mavericks to obtain um, Porzingis. Harrison Barnes, um, I love him as a player. I think he's going to add a lot more depth to the Kings. Um, Dennis Smith Jr. uh, to the Knicks. Honestly, I think he has a lot of potential. He still has to show it, though. Um, I, I don't think he's like a game breaker just yet. Um, now, does this mean that he's not a talented player? Of course, he's a talented player. Um, I just think that he needs to put the right pieces around him. And considering the New York Knicks sent the best piece away, um, it was not the right Knicks organization. It was the correct move, though, for the Mavericks. So good on part by their GM to swoop up Porzingis and also Tim Hardaway Jr. Next, we have the Washington Wizards, who um, received, well, who actually sent away Otto Porter Jr. to the Chicago Bulls, which I love this. Um, most of you guys are probably going to you know call me out on this but i am not only a 
um, Boston Celtics fan. Um, Boston Celtics are my number one team um, just in the NBA. They're my favorite. Um, and then I also really into Chicago Bulls, but they are both in the Atlantic Division. Um, but when... So I got NBA Live 19 um, recently, and I've been playing it a lot. And so when I heard the news about Otto Porter Jr., I haven't seen a lot of game tape on him, to be honest. I've heard he's a good player. I play with the Chicago Bulls um, during a game on NBA Live 19, and I see what a simulation of what Otto Porter Jr. can do. Um, I really like this kid now. I am going to be paying a lot more attention to him. Um, and I think that it's going to make a team that had a really good draft this year um, with Wendell Carter Jr. and with uh, Chandler Hutchins. Uh, excuse me. Chandler Hutchison from Boise State. I think that it is going to make the team a lot stronger. Um, obviously, you have Chris Dunn, you have Laurie Markkinen, so you have some pieces around there to build. It's a young team. I still think they're going to need a lot more than they have now, um, but I think they're headed the right way. As for the Washington Wizards, they received Jabari Parker, which, to be honest, um, when I saw the Jabari Parker trade well the Japari Parker signing before he got traded to the Wizards um I thought it was a good move for Chicago however um retrospectively now it probably wasn't the best move um I think Jabari Parker has a lot to offer um especially in the post but I think that uh, Otto Porter Jr. obviously is the better choice if you have a chance to get a player. Um, who would you rather have on your team? Otto Porter Jr. Um, also, they received Bobby Portis, who I was very high on. So, um, the Wizards, I mean, they got some good um, players out of the deal. Um, do I think they are going to have a whirlwind of a season? Probably not. Um, you still got John Wall on that team. You got Bradley Beal. Um, so, I mean, I think that they still have a lot of growing to do. Um, same with Chicago. Chicago is probably in the better boat with this trade, though. So, another topic that I don't think I have written down uh, was basically Nick Foles. He is allegedly leaving the uh, Philadelphia Eagles at the end of his contract. Um, and this has brought the attention to where is he going to go? So, I was thinking that I would basically um, give some ideas of where he could potentially go. Why I think that and we are going to talk about that right now. So, let me pull up the teams. And one of the options 
I have him going to um, the one that everybody is talking about is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, people are talking about Blake Bortles getting released at the end of the season. Um, the Jaguars apparently have given a lot, him a lot of chances to do great things with the organization. Um, he got to the AFC Championship and actually did pretty well um, two years ago. Uh, however, in previous seasons, he has had some issues with um, just making good passing decisions, and I think he actually has a really, um, he has a lot to offer, um, with his mobility and with his actual passing mechanics. I just think that it's more of a mental thing. I think he needs to work on, uh, just more so making passes that are out of coverage that to open receivers. I think a lot of times he throws into coverage when he doesn't need to. Um, So the Jaguars potentially receiving Nick Foles, I think it would be definitely a good move for the Jaguars. However, I do not think that they are going to obtain Nick Foles just knowing their general manager. I am actually from Jacksonville, so um, this is sort of like right in my wheelhouse um i know jacksonville i know how they obtain players i know like who they um draft you know so i kind of get a vibe for who they are going to go for um i do think that they will draft a quarterback in this nfl draft um do i think that they will get the one that they want maybe not Um, If I had to guess, I would say I would want Kyler Murray. Um, That's just me. Uh, General managers probably would go more for Haskins, if I'm to be honest. Um, However, I think that Haskins, Dwayne Haskins of Ohio State, he is going to go to the Giants. That is just my prediction. Um, This may change. I am actually going to be putting out a mock draft in the future month so that is something to look forward to um i just have to do a little bit more tweaking a little bit more refining um considering i've only got the first round and i'm not even through that so that is one potential option for nick Foles is the jaguars it's not my favorite option i would love it if he came here but i think that there are other teams that could use him bit more um so my other option is the tampa bay buccaneers and why i say this is because we have ryan fitzpatrick the former buffalo bill um who was deemed fitz magic over a successful year with the buccaneers apparently he is leaving the buccaneers and the bucks have talked about their interest in keeping Jameis Winston to my chagrin because I think that despite his talent he is a PR nightmare um and I think that uh 
Nick Foles would fit very well into their system, especially with Mike Evans. I think that that would be a great option for him to pass to. I think that um, they would definitely need some more weapons up over there in Tampa Bay. Um, they can always draft wide receivers. Uh, there are actually some pretty solid wide receivers in this year's draft class with um, you got DK Metcalf, you've got um, who, who else is in this year's draft class? Nikhil Harry, I think um, from Arizona State and you've got a few other options on the board. Marquise Brown would be an interesting one to see um, considering Mike Evans is from wait Mike Evans is from Texas A&M, if I remember correctly, and then um, you got uh, Marquise Brown from Oklahoma, uh, but it would be nice to see them work together, Marquise Brown and um, Mike Evans, if for some reason Tampa Bay wanted to take a receiver early in the draft, or they wanted to trade down to get him later in the draft. Um, then... And this is a big if, it's the Arizona Cardinals. Now, I do not think that the Arizona Cardinals are going to pick a quarterback with their first pick in the NFL draft. I think that they are looking for a defensive player, um, particularly an edge rusher, um, which the scouting reports have listed. However, I do think that they should draft another quarterback um, just as a backup. Well, as a backup for Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen from UCLA. I am actually really excited to see how this guy grows. Um, but it would suffice to say that he needs more pieces around him and that he needs to be trained by a veteran quarterback um nick Foles would definitely fit into this mentality he has won a super bowl um and i think that he has a lot to offer having played the last season with carson wentz being out um and Philly has obviously established that Carson Wentz is their guy. Um, I think that Nick Foles can definitely be a franchise quarterback and then can also mentor Josh Rosen. So if you do not want to waste a pick in the draft on a quarterback, I would say that Nick Foles would be your guy. Um, depending on whether Larry Fitzgerald retires or not, you would still have him as an option for... Um, Nick Foles to throw to. I would think that their other needs would be offensive linemen and also a running back just to get that offense going. Uh, so yeah, the Arizona Cardinals. And honestly, this is probably my favorite outcome for him, um, followed by Jacksonville or Tampa Bay. Um, we will see where he goes in the draft. And I am excited to figure that out for myself. Um, what am I talking about? Not the draft, excuse me. Um, where he goes during the offseason. Um, and so, Nick Foles, I wish you the best wherever you end up going. And I hope that you have a successful season with whatever team you land on. 
Um, next, I am going to talk about a little bit of um, my favorite NFL draft prospects who have declared for this year's draft. And this is just basically going off of the limited amount of game tape that I've actually watched from them. Um, we're just going to go through the list here and talk about who has declared, and then I will um, list my picks as I see them. So we have Ed Alexander, a defensive tackle junior from LSU, um, who has declared for the draft. Jeff Allison, a linebacker um, junior from Fresno State. Rodney Anderson, who is a running back from the jun- redshirt junior from Oklahoma. Then we also have J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, a wide receiver who's a redshirt junior out of Stanford. Alex Barnes, who's a running back, redshirt junior out of Kansas State. I really like this guy. This guy is a powerhouse in the running game. He's only apparently a composite three-star, um, according to 24-7 Sports, but I think that he has a lot of talent to go and really run through some offense um run through some defenses with the right training um i have been a fan of kansas state since the colin klein era i know that's a little bit of a bandwagon but um i'm not afraid to admit it kansas state is a good team um and then ryan bates an offensive tackle redshirt junior out of penn state we've got mike bell a senior Wait, no, safety redshirt junior out of Fresno State. Um, and then also Amani Bledsoe, a defensive end junior out of Oklahoma. Nick Bosa, who people have been talking about um, the number one pick potentially in the NFL draft, defensive end junior out of Ohio State. I do like this guy. I love that we have Joey Bosa, his brother, on from Ohio State on our team, the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, I will be interested to see how it plays out, um, whether he gets drafted number one or if he goes later in the draft. Then we also have Venzel Boulware, um, an offensive guard, redshirt junior out of Miami. Um, I'm not familiar with him. I'll have to say some game tape. Game tape. Um, then we have Miles Boykin, wide receiver, redshirt junior out of Notre Dame. I love this guy, um, especially with what he has done for Notre Dame, the Fighting Irish. I think that he is a star. He has a lot of um, height um, as well as just overall playmaking ability that I think gives him an edge in this year's draft. Um, would not be surprised to go see him go late second round, maybe even mid-second round. Um, then AJ Brown, wide receiver, junior out of Ole Miss. Um, and then Marquise Brown, wide receiver, junior out of Oklahoma. Um, and I love this guy. Like, he is so explosive. I think that he is going to do great things wherever he goes. I would be very surprised if he does not end up being a top 10, top 15 draft pick. Then we got Sean Bunting, who is a cornerback. Retro Jr. out of Central Michigan. Then Brian Burns, a defensive end junior out of Florida State. I will need to watch more game tape because I actually like what I'm seeing out of that guy. 
Devin Bush Jr., an inside linebacker, Jr. out of Michigan. Hakeem Butler, who's a wide receiver, redshirt junior out of Iowa State. Hamp Cheevers, who is a cornerback, junior out of Boston College. Xavier Crawford, who is a cornerback, junior out of Central Michigan. Demaria Crockett, a running back, junior out of Missouri. Max Crosby, defensive end, redshirt junior out of Eastern Michigan. Jamel Dean, cornerback, redshirt junior out of Auburn. Tyrell Dodson, outside linebacker, junior out of Texas A&M. Greg Dortch, wide receiver, redshirt, redshirt sophomore out of Wake Forest. Clifton Duck, who is a cornerback, junior out of Appalachian State. Javon Durante, wide receiver, redshirt junior out of Florida Atlantic. David Edwards, offensive tackle, redshirt junior, Wisconsin. Bobby Evans, offensive tackle, redshirt junior out of Oklahoma. Dashrian Evans, tight end junior out of Friends. What? Noah Fant, tight end junior out of Iowa. I love this guy. I think that he is going to be a star for whatever organization he ends up on. Um, I think that he is the most um, athletic tight end out of this year's draft class. Then we got Jess Ferguson, wide receiver, redshirt junior out of Northwestern State. Clellan Farrell, defensive end, redshirt junior out of Clemson. I can't get over how good this guy is. He is going to be a top 10 pick. Mark my words on this. Um, And then we got Cody Ford, offensive tackle, redshirt junior out of Oklahoma. Malik Gant, who's a... Safety, redshirt junior out of Marshall. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, safety junior out of Florida. Rashawn Gary, defensive end, junior out of Michigan. Zach Gentry, who is a tight end, redshirt junior out of Michigan. Yuhana Gaifan, if I pronounced your name wrong, I apologize. Defensive tackle, redshirt junior out of Wyoming. Joe Giles-Harris, a linebacker, redshirt junior out of Duke. Kevin Givens, defensive tackle, redshirt junior out of Penn State. Jalen Guyton, wide receiver, redshirt junior out of North Texas. McCole Hardman, wide receiver, junior out of Georgia. Calvin Harmon, wide receiver, junior out of NC State. Nikhil Harry, wide receiver, junior out of Arizona State. Penny Hart, wide receiver, redshirt junior out of Georgia State. Dwayne Haskins, quarterback, redshirt sophomore, Ohio State. I think that this guy has a lot of potential. I think I'm not super hyped about him, but I think that with some development, he could be a really good quarterback in the league. Daryl Henderson, running back, redshirt junior out of Memphis. Then we have Nate Herbig, offensive guard, junior out of Stanford. Justice Hill, running back, junior out of Oklahoma State. Watched some game tape of him. I think he's a really explosive back, and I am looking forward to what he does in the league, as I do most of the running backs in this year's draft class. Tristan Hill, defensive tackle, junior out of UCF. TJ Hawkinson, tight end, redshirt sophomore out of Iowa. Joshua Holloman, running back, redshirt junior out of Eastern Michigan. Elijah Holyfield, running back, junior out of Georgia. Travis Homer, running back, junior out of Miami. Amani Hooker, safety, junior out of Iowa. 
Will Jordan Humphrey, who is a wide receiver for Texas. Joe Jackson, who is defensive end, junior out of Miami. Tyree Jackson, quarterback, redshirt junior out of Buffalo. Then we have Josh Jacobs, running back, junior out of Alabama. He's hyped to be the number one running back in this draft class. Do I think that makes him the most talented? Absolutely not. Um, I do, however, really like the way this guy plays and will be excited to follow his upcoming draft. Andre James, out of offensive tackle, redshirt junior out of UCLA. Daryl Johnson Jr., defensive end, um, redshirt junior out of North Carolina A&T. Deontay Johnson, wide receiver, redshirt junior out of Toledo. Tyron Johnson, wide receiver, redshirt junior out of Oklahoma State. Daniel Jones, quarterback, redshirt junior out of Duke. Draymond Jones, defensive tackle, redshirt junior out of Ohio State. I really think that this guy is going to be high up on the list of a lot of teams. I think that he is a super powerful and disruptive force on the defensive side of the ball. Um, and I will be looking out for him a lot in this year's draft. Um, the mock drafts have him going somewhere around 20. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes late tens maybe um michael jordan offensive tackle junior out of ohio state sean joseph linebacker junior out of florida dawson knox tight end junior out of ole miss trey lamar linebacker junior out of clemson dexter lawrence defensive tackle junior out of clemson i also really like dexter lawrence as a defensive tackle i'll have to watch more game tape but he is definitely looking promising Justin Lane, cornerback out of uh, cornerback junior out of Michigan State. Greg Little, offensive tackle junior out of Ole Miss. David Long, cornerback junior out of Michigan. David Long Jr., linebacker, redshirt junior, West Virginia. Julian Love, cornerback junior out of Notre Dame. Um, obviously, you know I'm kind of biased. I love Notre Dame. Um, I thought Julian Love was very good. That he has he has a lot of potential. He also has a lot of room to grow. Um, and I, I could see him going maybe, uh, mid, early, mid second round. Um, that might change. Alizé Mack, tight end, redshirt junior out of Notre Dame. Same thing with Alizé Mack. Um, Alexander Madison, running back, junior out of Boise State. Eric McCoy, off, off, wait, OC. What is OC? Redshirt Jr. out of Texas A&M. Oh, center. That's what it is. Uh, Connor McGovern, offensive guard, junior out of Penn State. DK Metcalf, wide receiver, redshirt sophomore out of Ole Miss. Um, I like Metcalf's size. I like... Um, he's not the most explosive wide receiver, but he is also very reliable, which I appreciate. Jacoby Myers, wide receiver, redshirt junior out of NC State. Sharif Miller, defensive end, redshirt junior out of Penn State. Dylan Mitchell, wide receiver junior out of Oregon. David Montgomery, running back junior out of Iowa State. Trayvon Mullen, cornerback junior out of Clemson. Byron Murray, uh, Murphy, excuse me, 
cornerback, redshirt sophomore out of Washington. Kyler Murray, quarterback, redshirt junior out of Oklahoma. Out of the quarterbacks going in the first draft, I will have to say Kyler Murray is the most exciting, in my opinion. Um, He has the biggest bust potential, but he also has the biggest upside to him. Um, Isaac Nauda, tight end, Georgia, uh, junior out of Georgia. Anthony Nelson, defensive end, redshirt junior out of Iowa. Chidi Okeke, offensive tackle, redshirt junior out of Tennessee State. Ed Oliver, defensive tackle, junior out of Houston. Ja'Kai Polite, defensive end, junior out of Florida. Tony Pollard, running back, redshirt junior out of Memphis. Ryan Poley, center, uh, excuse me, cornerback, redshirt junior out of Arkansas. Taylor Rapp, safety, junior out of Washington. Anthony Ratliff Williams, wide receiver, redshirt junior out of North Carolina. Dax Raymond, tight end, redshirt junior out of Utah State. Riley Ridley, wide receiver, junior out of Georgia, if he is anything like his brother, um, which I've heard he's not as good as route, at route running as his um, brother Calvin. Uh, he has a lot of potential if he has anywhere near as much as athleticism as Calvin. Um, so I am going to keep my eye out for him. Tyler Raymer, offensive tackle. Redshirt sophomore out of San Diego State. Miles Sanders, running back junior out of Penn State. Quarte Sapp, linebacker, redshirt junior out of Tennessee. Jordan Scarlett, running back, redshirt junior out of Florida. Kendall Sheffield, cornerback, redshirt junior out of Ohio State. Jeffrey Simmons, defensive tackle, junior out of Michigan, uh, Mississippi State. Excuse me. Cortrell Simpson, wide receiver, redshirt junior out of Richmond. Devin Singletary, running back, junior out of Florida Atlantic. Darius Slayton, wide receiver, redshirt junior out of Auburn. Irv Smith Jr., tight end, junior out of Alabama. Caden Smith, tight end, redshirt sophomore out of Stanford. Savion Smith, cornerback, junior out of Alabama. Sudden Smith, defensive end, redshirt junior out of Northern Illinois. Benny Snell, running back, junior out of Kentucky. Dredrick Snelson, wide receiver, junior out of UCF. Jace Sternberger, tight end, redshirt junior out of Texas A&M. I do like this guy a lot. Um, I think that this one is going to go a little bit under the radar. I think that he could be an early third rounder, maybe a late second rounder. Um, Quarterback Jared Stidham, redshirt junior out of Auburn. I also like this guy's potential. Uh, I think that he has a lot to bring to the table, um, especially as a pocket passer. Um, William Sweet, offensive tackle, redshirt junior out of North Carolina. Josiah uh, Toefa, linebacker, redshirt junior out of UTSA. I think that's the University of Texas San Antonio, if I remember correctly. Jawan Taylor, offensive tackle, junior out of Florida. Darwin Thompson, running back junior out of Utah State. Deontay Thompson, senior, redshirt junior, Alabama. John Ursua, wide receiver, redshirt junior out of Hawaii. Kahale Waring, tight end, redshirt junior out of San Diego State. Mike Weber, running back, redshirt junior out of Ohio State. Antoine Wesley, wide receiver, junior out of Texas Tech. 
Devin White, linebacker, junior out of LSU. Out of the linebackers I've seen, that this guy is very talented. Um, he's projected to be a top five pick. Um, and I think that is actually justified. I think that he could go anywhere from uh, top five to top ten. Uh, I can't really see him going past that. <coughs> um, but I think that he will be good for whatever organization he ends up with. Kareth White Jr., running back, redshirt junior out of Florida Atlantic. Greedy Williams, cornerback, redshirt sophomore out of LSU. James Williams, running back, redshirt junior out of Washington State. Jawan Williams, cornerback, junior out of Vanderbilt. Jonah Williams, offensive tackle, junior out of Alabama. Preston Williams, wide receiver, redshirt junior out of Colorado State. Quinnen Williams, defensive tackle, redshirt sophomore out of Alabama. Travion Williams, running back, junior out of Texas A&M. Caleb Wilson, tight end, redshirt junior out of UCLA. Mac Wilson, linebacker, junior, Alabama. And then it says there are nine additional players who inquired about their draft status and deemed eligible for selection without their need, without the need for special eligibility. Those players are listed below. Sean Adesanya, um, defensive end, redshirt senior out of Central Michigan. Bless Juan Austin, who is a cornerback senior out of Rutgers. Jordan Brailford, defensive end, redshirt junior out of Oklahoma State. Keenan Brown, tight end, redshirt senior out of Texas State. Byron Cowart, defensive end, senior out of Maryland. DeAndre Furby, defensive end, redshirt senior out of Western Kentucky. PJ Johnson, defensive tackle, redshirt junior out of Arizona. Daniel LaCamera, kicker, senior out of Texas A&M. And then finally, we have LJ Scott, running back, senior out of Michigan State. And my... Gosh, this dude is going to be a beast. Um, I don't know what is with Michigan State and them drafting awesome running back or recruiting awesome running backs, but I think that LJ Scott um, has the potential for a huge career in the NFL. Um, what round he goes, I do not know, um, but I will be very excited to see where he ends up if he does get drafted um also we have um i don't think it was mentioned in this list but miles gaskin is also um eligible for the nfl draft uh out of washington um and i think he reminds me a lot of george atkinson the third out of notre dame um who Granted, he hasn't had the best NFL career, but his time in college was amazing, um, and he ran through defenders like nobody's business. Um, but that is the every draftee that has declared um, for this year's draft, as far as I know from that article, um, and I mentioned a few of them that I think are great prospects um who i am going to be keeping a vigilant eye out for um and then uh my final little note is i am going to 
talk about a new segment, which I call Drop of Drip. Um, and for those of you who can tell by my sensual voice, um, it's um, Drop of Drip. Basically, it's a new segment where the goal is to highlight some of the moments that converge sports with as well the surrounding culture that comes with it. Um, so for this segment, we are going to talk about All-Star Weekend, um, particularly the NBA's All-Star Weekend. Um, we have Hamidou Diallo, who is a former Kentucky guard and is currently playing for the Oklahoma City Thunder. He won the NBA dunk contest at All-Star Weekend in Charlotte. Um, so congratulations, Hami, uh, for that victory there. Um, the dunk contest, it was hit and miss a little bit. I mean, I, I kind of wish there were bigger stars at the NBA dunk contest, but I think that the young bloods actually brought a little bit of excitement to it, to All-Star Weekend. Um, and then we had uh, something awesome. J. Cole, who was in who was in Charlotte performing for All-Star Weekend. He um, was used as a prop during one of Dennis Smith Jr.'s dunks, where Dennis Smith Jr., he pulls out uh, Cole's old jersey and wears it, um, and then dunks over Cole while he's sitting down in a chair, and then Cole goes and nearly dunks himself. Um, by the way, his performance of Middle Child during the all-star weekend was primo it was top notch um shout out j cole uh if you listen to any sort of sports podcasts please um just i i appreciate everything that you've been doing recently in hip-hop um i know that you know podcasts oh there there are a lot of people that listen to them but um, it's not everybody's niche, so if you are listening, um, that's my little, you know, shout out to you. Um, thanks for being one of the few conscious, uh, people in the hip-hop community, um, that we need, we need more voices like you, um, so, uh, that pretty much does it, um, I guess I, that drop of drip segment was a little bit short um so i am gonna go ahead and give a few suggestions on what i would have done if it was the all-star dunk contest and i was in charge of it um for some of the stars i would have put Giannis antetokounmpo um who is being hoisted up as potentially this year's mvp um which he deserves he's been performing very well um and then also jason tatum uh the boston celtics i think that the dude's athleticism you know it's just uh freaky so um i think that he would be very entertaining to watch anthony davis potentially um just sort have a little bit of a size variability and then Isaiah Thomas um, from the Denver Nuggets. The only problem is that he's been having trouble staying healthy. Excuse me. Um, so I would have him. And would I have anybody else? I don't know. Um, possibly. But 
I just can't think of them at the moment. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and close the show there, guys. Um, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was a little bit rushed. Um, I definitely plan on making these um, a little bit more concise and targeted um, the next time around. Uh, This was kind of a little bit last minute. I didn't mean to put it off until this long. Um, So I there's no try. You know, I'm just going to do and hopefully give you guys the best quality that I can every episode. Um, So yeah, I have been Joshua Garman. This has been the Winter Circle Podcast, where people who love sports talk sports. You can follow me on all social media at flex underscore Luther 96. Um, Luther is spelled L-U-T-H-O-R. Um, and I am on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. As for the podcast's um, official handle, it's Winner's Cirque Pod on all social media. You can find the Winner's Circle Podcast on Facebook on twitter as well as instagram and we also have a tumblr that i need to update um we are available on all practically all streaming services you can find us on spotify you can listen to us on apple music um and i will be putting more episodes on our soundcloud which i created a while back i meant to put up episodes earlier have been really just I guess sort of burnt out with work um, so I will be doing a lot of stuff to update our social media and um, our basically where to listen to our content um, so uh, that's pretty much it again I've been Flex Luther aka Josh Garman and I really hope you enjoyed this episode Peace.